So would you like to tell me a bit about yourselves? Well, I'm Andy Locker and this is my wife, Karen. Um, we got involved with the cinema in, well, literally just as it opened. Uh, we, we didn't actually open the cinema, that was done by Mark Cunningham. Um, but we were both working um, in tourism related industries in, in 2001. And of course, tourism was badly affected by the foot and mouth. So um, both of us lost most of our work. So Karen got a job here. I just came and helped out for a few weeks and then and then I took so, over and, and, and started working one night a week as well. Oh wow. So you so you haven't been here since like for have you been here for twenty five we took over. So so we've been here since two thousand and one and then we took over we actually bought it in two thousand and five. Oh wow. So, um, when did do you know the history of the cinema? Then, like, when did it first become a cinema? And... It was it was built. Um, we've got a a proper old, you know, a copper plate document, all written in by yeah, written out by hand in sort of big flowery writing on parchment, and that's the first lease that was taken out, and that was taken out to run the cinema in December nineteen ten. Wow. So it makes it one of the earliest cinemas, properly purpose-built cinemas in the country. Yeah, I think there's only about six in the country that date from as early as that. Oh my gosh. But, but of course, we we closed in 66, so we're not sort of continuously open like some of them. Some of them have carried on since yeah. then. So it's 66, so it, it had from 66 to 2001, which is obviously... It had lots of different uses then. It was nightclub. It was British Legion Club. Um, there was a, it was a rave club at one point. Oh uh, it's even been a children's nursery. Um, yeah, it was used for all sorts of different things before it was sold and Mark reinstated uh, it as a cinema. Wow. And it was a you know a, an amazing survival really because so yeah. many cinemas they got closed in the sixties when when TV was becoming big news everybody wanted TV you know in the late 50s cinema audiences declined and cinemas closed and, and most of them once they were closed they were either completely redeveloped um, or even completely demolished oh, so I mean some of them were, were turned into a lot of a lot of them became um, top ranked bingo clubs and things like that and oh, yeah. um, other as you say nightclubs and things and then Many great many were just completely raised to the ground, and that was it houses, flats, and that's the end of it. Because, of course, most of them had a nice big, big area in the middle of town, so yeah. it, was quite, it was quite an expensive area that you know you could sell off for, 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 for a supermarket. Or something yeah, like that. it's quite a good game going around town centre to see if you can work out which built which of the shops were cinemas. Yeah, oh. I think there's one in Ross. That used to be a cinema that's now a supermarket, and um, there's quite a few few supermarkets that used to be cinemas. <laughs> so it's quite a good game to food swapping. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, every village had a cinema in the old yeah. days. Uh, even Drybrook. Drybrook had a cinema called the Empire. Um, Lydney had one. Uh, Where the rugby club is in Bream, that, uh, there used to be a cinema there. Really? Yeah. Uh, on the corner of Forest Road in Lydney, there was a cinema there as well. Wow. Um, 
Yeah. And, even, and even the Memorial Hall in Lidbrook was run as a cinema at one point. So, you know, everywhere had a, had a cinema because, you know, it was the way so, of getting news. You know, the, the Goldmont news or the Pathé news. Particularly through the war, that it was, it was yeah. the way people used to get news about what was happening in the war. Um, so, have you had any experience within film or media related things before you got involved with the cinema itself or was this your first not at all oh wow <laughs> no andy was a caving instructor and i worked uh, at the heritage museum oh well so it was completely new venture altogether yeah, yeah yeah exactly but prior prior to being a caving instructor i'd worked at lidmet in Lidmet, which was mm. a foundry but i worked in the in the labs so i was involved with um, x-ray spectrometry and things like that so i used to work with machinery and one of the things that got me involved was when the projector went wrong. So oh. I was quite happy to, to take it apart and have a look and try and see if I could fix it. Um, and that came from the you know the, the era of working with fairly high tech machine, well, very high tech machinery at, at Lidmed. Um, so it meant that I wasn't sort of phased by by stripping something down and having a look. So, I bet the amount of logistical problems you've had with projectors over the years have been... <laughs> yeah, it used to be, before it became uh, digital, um, we did have a few breakdowns, but usually you could wangle it so that you could keep the film going. I mean, we used to have uh, what they called a cake stand, which is what the film was sat on. And one time we had a full audience and the motor that turns it broke. So we took it in turns to turn the table by hand to keep the film going. <laughs> but you know, the, it was analog systems like that. You could you could keep it working. You know, with a little bit mm. of ingenuity, you could usually you know elastic bands and, and, yeah. and uh, belts and braces. Um, trouble with digital systems. It's like a computer. Once if it, if it fails, it fails. Mm. But you know, usually if you reboot it, it'll usually work again. Oh, um, my next question is: How did the pandemic affect you guys? Obviously, we've been in the leisure industry. Um, yeah, we were the, one of the first to close, and um, one of the last to open. Yeah, um, it's affected our seating because uh, we've got less seats in because we've put we've distanced them for um, social distancing. Um, yeah, but on the positive side because we were closed we've done a lot of work that we wouldn't usually be able to do i can see you've uh, been renovating recently yes uh while in the first uh, lockdown andy stripped the whole floor out of here and reinstated the um the rake the yeah, slope, the slope. Mm. in in the, the original floor that was below it so he, he had all the seats out took the floor up Relayed the original floor and put the seats back in during the first lockdown. <laughs> Obviously, as it, as it had been a British Legion club yeah. and, and, a, and a pub and various things, they put a flat floor. But fortunately, they 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 mounted it all over the top of the original joist. So um. all I had to do was well, I say all I had to do was take out you know all the the vast amount of timber that they put in there, and then I could relay yeah. the, the boards back on top of it. So, but you know, normally um, in a year we're, we're generally only closed um, on New Year's Day and Christmas Day. 
Yeah, that's so that's standard for most businesses. Yeah, you, you have to shut the cinema. So the the lockdown allowed me to do that. We had the walls replastered and I put sca- I scaffolded all the inside of the cinema and paint repainted the ceiling. Um, so you know, it gave me opportunities to do things. It has a lot of authenticity to it though as well, which I think is part of the charm and why people have been coming for years and, it's, and it's it's in in modern sort of technology you know, modern sort of speak they talk about the URS, the the, the yeah. the, oh, sorry, the USP in the unique selling point. Yeah. Um, and that's what we've got here is is the, the history and, and the fact that you can see the history yeah. the fact that it's different. It's not a it's like so many things like Pizza Hut's they make yeah. exactly what the same every wherever they do it whatever town they build exactly the same building and you could you could walk into one in any town and not really know where you were it Whereas brings here, it back to local like local cinema as well isn't it where I think especially with all things local once you get to know the people and stuff and but it, it it's gives more, a sense of belonging as well yeah it does it's their cinema it's not part of the chain no. It's That's part of the reason the why I've been coming for years. Yeah, yeah. It's, it belongs it's to the town. It's part of the community, um, and because it's because it's not a big impersonal thing, people feel safe to drop their kids off, um, and you know let their kids come with their friends rather than having to have the parents yeah. along with them. So if you were going to sorry, yeah, yeah, if we were going to Gloucester or something like that, you you you, you wouldn't really yeah, you wouldn't know. Uh, Young, 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 younger children go with their friends all the way to Gloucester on their own. Well, I think it's a it's a great thing in general because I was speaking to um, the candy dropping people last week, and they were saying about youth and like youth centres and stuff, and it's just a, it's, it's another place in the community that's great for like younger people to come along and keeps everyone out of trouble. It gets yeah, everyone exactly. to and, just and watch can, a film and enjoy meet. themselves. Yeah, yeah, they can meet. I mean. Nowadays, you know, you can't really get all your friends in your bedroom together. No, you, know? you can't, no. So it's, it's somewhere where children can go, you know, and, and teenagers, young adults, Any, anybody. And, and meet up together, and, and, and you know, rather than going to a pub or something like that. Yeah, it's a much much nicer environment, and it's also quite relaxed, because you're just sat there watching a film together. Yeah, exactly, and, and it's a shared experience. When it is. Has, when everybody laughs in a cinema, you laugh louder than you would do a Yeah, home. you would. It's, it's definitely the, the community feel for it. Um, so what would you say that your passion for cinema and film now stems from? We just, um, we love this building and we just like meeting people. It's, it's more about the community, do you think the community engagement yeah. has been, has been yeah, massive the, then? The community actually has, has, has helped us so much. Um, and they well, support like donation, us so well. When, when, when we had to have masks, compulsory, compulsory mask wearing. We had donations of boxes of masks. We had people who offered us money, people saying keep the change. Um, through through the lockdowns, people were buying vouchers ready for when they did come. Yeah. Just I remember at one point you did the... Did you do the popcorn boxes in lockdown or something? Was there yeah, some... we had a... Obviously, when we first locked down, we already had bought a lot yeah. of supplies. So, yeah, we just we sold a lot of popcorn off. And anything we that, donated that we, some to the, the, the Delk as well. For yeah, we donated oh, some nice. things like that to the Delk. And then anything that was getting very close to going out of date, I just put outside the door and said, help yourself. So, you know, I, I, 
I was doing it just before the children, the kids got off the bus as well. Yes. <laughs> they they clear it out. Um, would you say you you have like traditional values as a local business, like hence the exterior design of how you've renovated things and stuff, and trying to just get well, maintain we, we, we something. Really, we're really interested in um, historical architecture. Really, that, that's part of why we're yeah. so into this building um, and we're really interested in how um, communities work as well and having something that draws people together it, and it's a, a historical building is, yeah. is really you know what, what motivates us and by, and by doing by doing that as well I think are you trying to build on upon the history of the cinema, but leaving your own mark on it as well? Hmm. Oh yeah, I mean it, it's it's nice that people will hopefully remember us in the future as being yeah. you know part of the history of the cinema. It, you know, it's it's you know we'll obviously be a little, just a little footnote, but um, yeah. We will be there, you know, as, as remembering as part of the town's history because yeah. the cinema has been here. You know, for a lot, you know, hundred years and more. Yeah. Um, and because of the cinema coming back, it's helping. I, I'm, I think it's helping to regenerate the town. You're going to get more businesses coming, get more people in, and fingers crossed that the, the whole thing will, will help will snowball. Yeah. And, you know, you'll get more cafes, and you'll get more. You know, obviously, when there's more cafes, it's definitely, I think, one of the core businesses of the forest as well. Well, it, yeah, if you look I, at any reports on on the regeneration of town centres, or or how uh, the social interactions work in town centres, uh, having a cinema there is is key. Yeah, it is. Um. So, uh, why do you think the forest has needed, slash has continues to need, uh, a local cinema? Well, people go to the cinema anyway. Yeah. Um, and so even if it's in, obviously Colford has always been running and there's, there's one down in Monmouth, but the majority of people would go to Gloucester or Chowton, yeah. or even as far as Crypt Causeway, some people, to, yeah. to go to a really big one. Um, and so... If, if we can provide the service, okay, we haven't got as many screens as, say, Cribs, Goldsburg, or even Gloucester, but if we can provide a similar service and we can we can, we can keep people from, from travelling as much, so it's a, it's a greener environment, really, yeah. because you're not driving 20, 30 miles each time. You're not, and we try and keep the price down. Yeah. Um, well, we try, and, we try and price it so that um, it's affordable. family groups it's can come. Instead of it being like uh, something you do once a month or uh, once every six or eight weeks or something like that, because our prices are low, a family could come every week if they wanted yeah. to, instead of it being a very special treat. I, f- I find that with local, with local cinemas, I think that's one of the biggest selling points as well, because... If you go to a big branded or a chain now, it's like £10 for the ticket, and then if you want anything else, you're then spending another £10. So yeah. it's at least £20 each time you go just per person. Well, we've had a lot of comments about our kiosks because we keep the prices sort of like supermarket prices, yeah. really, so that people can afford to treat themselves if they want to. The thing is, and that's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone yeah. just but when it's, enjoying when it's 10 themselves. And £12, pounds, you, you only 
you would tend to only go to the films that you really, really want to see yeah. in the cinema. And it seems to be a bit, in my view, just a bit daft to do that because you're alienating a lot of the audience. A lot of the audience, especially nowadays when it's so readily available online, yeah. on DVD, so quickly after. And also the genre of film, I think, as well. Especially now with the Batman that's just come out and all the superhero films, I feel like those are the biggest money grabbers. And, and, and they're big and spectacular films. Yeah, they it's are. Very they well, are. watching it on a on your phone or on yeah, your, but to see it on a on a on a twenty foot screen is you know with speakers that are four foot you know four foot across um, that sh- literally shake the floor. Is it? I, I spoke to somebody on Saturday who had come to see, talking about Batman, he came to see Batman on Friday, and he came back again on Saturday and brought his dad. So yeah. he, he watched it twice in the first two days since it came out. <laughs> Which is, you know, it's good going, you know, but, but yeah. if it was £10, you wouldn't have felt like doing that. No, no, definitely. And I also think that in general, when it comes to the genre of films as well that you display, is that something that you find quite difficult sometimes because you only have like you said you've got two screens and then you've got only so many hours in the day to show a certain number of films and you want to make sure that you have to like earn from those films or we try to uh, play as, as wide a mix of films as mm. we can obviously we're, we're focused primarily on family films yeah so films that that the majority of people could come and see we play some 15s, obviously, like Batman. Yeah. Um, I tend not to play too many 18s. Yeah. Because, again, it, it narrows the audience a lot. The um, thing about 18s is that you tend to have to... They, they it's more of a late, a later night showing as well, as well, isn't yeah. it? You can't just put it on at a three in the afternoon. <laughs> no, exactly. But, but because of um, if you get a film on release, they generally will, will insist on you playing it all day. So you will have to play it at two o'clock, four yeah. o'clock. Um, that's if you want to get it actually on release. But the thing about a lot of the 18s are horrors. So unless you get it on release, once it's three, four, five weeks old, everybody knows what happens because it's all been on the internet. Yeah, exactly. So the, so the, the, the surprise is lost. So the audience is gone. So Do you think social films, media sometimes affects cinema then and films in I that sense I think sometimes when people uh, um, reviews people are, are very into reading reviews now instead of making their own minds up yeah and often the reviews really don't reflect what the film is like it's, it's, it's any review is one person's yeah. point of view and also and also yes it's an opinion in a wide a range of things but even if the mass majority of opinions could be negative, I feel like the context or the message like a film could be trying to send off is completely different. And I, I, I watch, I try to watch every film that we play here. Yeah. And even some of the the children's films actually could be great because yeah. the messages in them are superb. Um, and that is just good fun. Well, they're very clever, a lot of the kids' films, because they try and put... Uh, Some of them try to put, like... They put two, two, two or three levels in them. They've yeah. got, got the level for the kids, the kids' humor, yeah. and they always put in something for the adults, the adults yeah. as well. Literally. The, 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 the yeah. 
yeah just subtle comments and things during yeah. the dialogue yeah um that's about it to be honest oh, yeah. Yeah. cheers thank you guys that's all right.